see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fine. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 1,602. This is Barry. And Latoya. And we have a special guest today. Anthony. Anthony. Now, what, what's your, your superhero name? Superhero name yeah. is Kiyozami. Okay. And uh, Kiyozami is in costume today. Yes, I am. He's wearing his man pants. Yes. Well, actually, they're not, <laughs> I wouldn't call them man pants. Um, I love them. Yeah. Uh, he is in the pants. We've taken a photo. I uh, sent it on to Latoya. One of us will upload it to the Facebook as soon as the show is going Why on. Why didn't you just post it directly from your phone to Facebook? <laughs> well, I can, but I, I just didn't have time yet. What? One of us can do it. I figured you would want to have a copy of it for blackmail purposes yourself. You could have just done it immediately from your phone. Well, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, no, you say that because you just don't know how. No, I know how. It's just I did not do it at the time. I was more. I was more. Yeah, I was more excited (laughs) about getting on the show. No, you were more excited about trying to have me secure some something for you, and yeah, which you failed at. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, you ask huge favors of me every day. (laughs) I usually come through, don't I? No. When was the last time I did? Okay, yeah, I take that back. You do. I do. Yeah. So I ask you to do one mildly illegal thing for me, and you fail. It's not mildly illegal. It just is illegal. Well, but, I mean, it's not a huge thing. I mean, it's not like you'd go to jail for it. I could. But, regardless, you did not do it. It wasn't that I didn't do it. It just didn't succeed. Well, you tried, but I don't think you tried really, really hard. Whatever. Either way, I'm doing it now since you, you know. Okay. Well, I'm doing it now, too. Okay, well, then We're going to upload ahead. it twice? No. You, you write the caption. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, before we get started, uh, it's important to note that the opinions, viewpoints, uh, jokes that are expressed on the show are not necessarily uh, those held by the Library Board of Trustees, any of the library employees, or really anybody in this room other than Latoya. Correct. Because when Latoya says things, she actually means them. If you're offended by what I say, I'm playing a character, unless you agree with me, in which case, I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's the noise? Okay. If you stay on the show past that and you get offended... It's all on you. We have waived all legal liability. So do it. All right. So now we can offend people left and right. So, Okay, now what, what brings you here today? I figured you were going to come to like deny wearing ladies' pants, but you actually come in the ladies' right, pants. Right. Well, they're unisex pants. They're unisex. <laughs> well, that's better. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, I always wanted to be on the show. Yeah. So. In person, because you've been on the show right, a couple right. times. Yeah, in person, but yeah, yeah I've, I've um, I had some time, so I came down today. Cool. Yeah. Now, now, are you a big Robin fan? Um, for the most part, yeah. Okay. You know, like I didn't I, know if this was like a role playing outfit no, with you and Elise. <laughs> I mean, now, now, would she be Catwoman or would she be Batman? Well, I, actually, she likes. Um, <laughs> what kind of thing is this going? She likes Harley Quinn. Harley so, Quinn, well, yeah, Harley Quinn's cute. Yeah. yeah. So. Not not the old Harley Quinn, the new one from yeah. the the video game Arkham Asylum. 
So she wants to be that for Halloween. Awesome. So, okay. well, that would be kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, figured, I figured I'd be the um, the bizarro Joker. So instead of oh. so instead of white face paint, I'm yeah. just gonna go with black face paint. Okay. Purple hair. Yeah. You know. That'd be awesome. See. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the picture's being uploaded now, so people will be able to see you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did not expect you to come in full costume. Well, I told you the only reason why I wear it is if I'm in costume, so. Right. And it's not quite full costume because I've you got didn't... The, the mask. Yeah. That's the true. Cape. Yeah. But... Now, I did ask Latoya, now, your preference for wearing ladies' pants. <laughs> so Does it extend simply to outerwear, or are you wearing <laughs> ladies' underwear? No, no, I, I can't do the, the okay. ladies' underwear. I what do like, you mean you like can't boxers. do the ladies' underwear? I like boxers. You yeah. know, I can't do the whole brief thing. Yeah. Oh. Got to let everything breathe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's either boxers or nothing at all. See, yeah. I don't understand the whole thing with guys and boxers anyway, because you wear pants that are kind of restrictive anyway. I would feel like having shorts on up underneath it is uncomfortable, having that extra... It, it, it creates that barrier between, you know, your junk... And yeah. the pants. You know, exactly. you don't want yeah, to, but you don't I just. I don't know. The jeans I don't, well, I get that part, but I would think that the way the material is would feel kind of. No, it's, it's, no, no, it's comfy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all good. Because the boxer briefs look kind of cool. <laughs> I like yeah. how you put that uh, Anthony surprises the cast and sports his unisex pants. Unisex in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So check out the Facebook page because, yeah, I just posted that. Okay. Well, uh, before before we get too far into it, we, we since this is supposedly a library podcast, yes. we should try and do library news. Supposedly. Library news. Quotation. Supposedly. Now, um, one of the people we hired again left us before they ever started. Yeah, this time I was here to experience it because it happened to me. Right. So the first time it happened to you because right. I wasn't here. Yeah. And this time you were actually here but somewhere else and yeah. she, I got the call. Um, she got a job somewhere else, and right. then the day so it that's was two people we've hired in, in the last few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> never worked a day. Plus. Yeah, the, this time it was the day she was supposed to come. She mm-hmm. calls and says, "Oh yeah, I'm not coming." Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think in interviews now, I'm going to start asking, "Are you currently you an applicant that. anywhere else? <laughs> Will you be showing up on the first day of work?" Yes, I mean, that's just kind of like buying a house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Are you shopping around? Yeah. You know, are you looking? Well, it's at like other? you know when you submit stories. A lot of times, the publishers will say, you know, we do not accept you know stories that have been submitted elsewhere mm-hmm. as well. They want you to submit it to them, wait for them to get back to you, and then you yeah. Know, but they don't want to accept it and then find out it's been published in you know whatever. Yeah, I wish you so. could do that, but I mean, it is frustrating that you go, you hire somebody, yeah. and then it's like you know you're all excited and they're like, oh yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm pleased for them that they're working yeah. some place. You know, this pain or I mean, whatever. I'm, but the fact is, they wasted my time. Well, I'm far happier though. And my it, time is valuable. I don't know about your time. Whatever. But. I'm just. I'm glad though that it worked out in the sense that she didn't start. And then, like in in this case, where oh, it's yeah. like she started and there was like a day that she worked a day, and then it's like, oh yeah, I'm not coming back. Well, you know, it's it's weird. I, I and I can't fault somebody for wanting to take more money, but if I had already verbally agreed mm-hmm. to work for someone and somebody else then offered me another job. I mean, unless it was an obscene amount of difference, I think I would say, well, I'm I think sorry, it was I already accepted the other one. You I think, think they offered her an obscene amount of money? Well, I think I told you it was like twice as much or something like oh, that. I think you didn't tell me that. I thought I did tell you. It's like at a technical school or something, right? 
Are you, why are you telling this person's business like that? But everybody knows her name. But she might listen to the He podcast. might listen to the show, I suppose. I'm not, it I'm might not, listen to Yeah, them, we're not going to give the gender. But the thing, technical schools are cheap. They have no money. Well, I mean, the, well, we're cheaper, clearly. <laughs> what I was just saying. Like, this is a library job, right? Yeah, but Was still, it like full-time or something? It was more hours and twice the pay. I just don't believe that. They lied. They just didn't want to work for us. Okay, whatever. Yeah. They still have our books, though. They have our books? Oh, like our personnel manual and stuff? No, well, yeah, that too. Give yeah. us our stuff back. Well, yeah, I told them I wanted our stuff back. But no, they still have our items out. Oh, they checked out our items? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. But I made sure I changed them in the, the catalog, in, you know, the account that they're back to being a patron, so... Yeah. If it's late. Well, I don't think they should be swapped to staff until they finish their uh, intro. Oh, at this point, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to just have to start doing that. I'm going to stop even announcing them as new employees to anybody until they've been here for three months. I know, it seems that way because, I mean, the the first time it was like we put in the minutes and then I think one of our employees was like, wait a second, because it was like we did a swap and Mm -hmm. it was so quick that... They're like, wait, it was one person, but now it's somebody else. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, it happened so quick that I couldn't even, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and one, I don't think, I don't two, think they, they, until they finished like their three month period, they do not become human beings. Yeah. We do not <laughs> no address them by name. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, we don't make small talk with them. <laughs> Any of that kind of, No emotional attachments until they finish. They're just they're like cyborgs. They're part of the collective and they have no, you know, exactly. Just, <laughs> no nothing. No that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So, yeah, that's library news. We were on the front page of the paper yesterday. Yeah, which Ooh. shocked me completely. Yeah. I, it was an article I worked really hard on. Oh, okay. No, um, it's not. He it was actually an article I wrote, I wrote about four years ago. Um, and it's, it's actually on a sign out there. And I just thought, well, you know, I mean, it is interesting information on it. And I thought that people probably don't read the sign. So, so I just sent the sign this article. to the Unit Report. <laughs> and then imagine my surprise today when I look at yesterday's paper. And there it is, front page. Front page. So he runs into the office. He's like, man, it was a slow news day. Yeah, <laughs> Look, we're on the front page. <laughs> well, and you know, the headline they give it is library gears up for 75, 75th year, mm-hmm. which is two years from now. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not my headline. My headline was the Twin Lakes story, you know. But, uh, yeah, so it makes it sound like we're gearing up for right. something that's two years from now. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess maybe we should do something then, or, you know. You kind of have mm. to now. Yeah. yeah. On the paper, you got to do well, something big. Well, everybody have forgotten by the time the 75th actually I'm sure. Started. Yeah. They'll have forgotten by next week. So. Uh, and it's not library news, but it is local news. The pig in a pit uh, shut oh, down. My, my. Yes. Well, shut I mean, down. hopefully it's temporary. Hopefully like, temporarily, but they've got to pay $24,000 to the yeah, Department of Revenue. I was, I was shocked because wow. yesterday we were walking downtown and noticed. Yeah, they were that, like crime scene tape yeah. all over the and building. And see, when we were walking, we were approaching, <laughs> I thought I was like, oh man, it was something, the food or something. I thought know? somebody got robbed or, or shot or something. So I was like, you know, I'm anxious to see what's going to be in the paper. Or better yet, I'm anxious to see what Barry's going to tell me that was in the paper. Yeah, yeah. And because um, you know that's how that works. Right. Um, but no, yeah, we looked, and of course, plaster on the the door was this handwritten clothes sign and all the information from the state about the tax liens and how much they owed. I'm like, man, that's just embarrassing to have your business just out there like yeah. that. So yeah, in the paper today, they had all, I guess, you know, basically a summary of that information yeah. that they would not been paying any state taxes since back to 08. Yeah. So. Are they hippies? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> yeah. one of the owners kind of looks like a hippie. Well, yeah. And, and the funny thing is, you know, it has their real names in the, the paper and their last name's Loper. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but on Facebook, their 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 name is Pig Loper, <laughs> and uh, so I'm friends with Pig Loper. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I when I saw their names in the paper, I was like, wow, I thought one of them's name was actually Pig. <laughs> you know, I mean, but no. Which is sad because um yeah, I mean I actually you know I there was a while there I wasn't eating there. Yeah. Um, I like Pig in a Pit. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, pulled bar- barbecue stuff, oh, okay. so yeah. pulled pork, mm-hmm. and I love their fried okra. I know Barry loves their Brunswick stew. Yeah. Um, Everything yeah. has funny names, like, oh, I'd like a little piggy. Yeah, pig, or, yeah piglet basket yeah. or plate or, you know. Yeah. yeah. And they, the pig theme. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just, like an overfed yeah. piglet basket. Whatever, it was just barbecue you know. stuff, but I mean, yeah. not like... It was never, like, serious, serious barbecue. is like barbecue light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But it was a nice alternative downtown. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they'll get their tax stuff behind them. Go ahead and pay the 20-something thousand <laughs> that but they we owe. suspected they had problems before. Because, you know, there are times we'd be in there and, like, the TV bill hadn't been paid. They'd yeah. tell you that. Yeah. So the TVs weren't on. Um, there was one time, other time I was in there one time, and they, they had no Brunswick stew. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, a barbecue place no Brunswick stew. They had, um, I think they were out of bread or something. I mean, it was like essential things for a restaurant. But, I mean, you know, but around here, you just kind of... out of bread. You just, around here, though, you don't think about that. Yeah. Because that happens at different places around here. Cause, I've never been to a restaurant where they were out of bread. I mean, there are places around here that I'm like, they're still open. Hello? I, um, I used to work at Chick-fil-A. And you ran out of bread? Yeah, we well, I mean, but that's, wow. that's, that's a high traffic that Chick-fil-A right. up there that in Conyers. Right. I mean, you know, that's so just because of business. I, we had to, um, me and another co-worker had to run to Kroger and buy <laughs> Wow. Okay. But see, that's different. Down here, that's just evasion and stuff. That's yeah. like, but no, I mean, it's sad, though, because I do like, there's not another type of establishment like it. Yeah. Down here, so I mean, it'd be one thing if like now they they have another yeah. pig in a pit in Macon. They open up a one over there, mm-hmm. so I guess you drive to Macon if you want. But it was interesting because you had said after reading the article how you know it's sad because their original location had burnt down. And then... <laughs> well, there there were some people who who yeah who said funny things about mm-hmm. it. After, although you know, having talked to the the fire chief, I I do believe that it was an accidental thing. It was it was. An incompetent thing, <laughs> but I do not believe it was an intentional yeah, thing. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, now that they, they're back yeah. in the spotlight, people are going to be like, mm-hmm, yeah. you know? Yeah, and apparently their, their, their problems began after that, you know, when they moved down here is when they stopped taking taxes out and paying them. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently what had happened at the other establishment, and again, I'm not an arson investigator. <laughs> I'm just speaking from memory. But apparently they would like store the, the grease. Mm-hmm. Apparently at a barbecue place, it produces tons and tons of grease. And so they were storming these huge drums, and they were supposed to be taken outside every day. Mm-hmm. And what they would do instead was they would set them next to the back door, and they would sometimes stack up quite a few of them before somebody would actually take them out. And it was stacked up next to, I think, the hot water heater. Oh, <laughs> and so when yeah. something happened, of course, that stuff's so flammable that it just it just destroyed everything. Hmm. So, oh well. Yeah. Well, again, hopefully, I mean, I, I certainly don't want to make it sound like I think they're idiots or anything like that because I do like the establishment. I do like their food. So hopefully, they'll be able to reopen. Yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully, maybe it was just some sort of miscommunication between them and the Department of Revenue. I'm sure for a couple sure of years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <coughs> right. 
But no, and in, in other library news, mm -hmm. um, one of our long time, well, semi long, because at this point, if you've been here for more, if you yeah, is going to be leaving us. Um, mm -hmm. Christy Bates has been here since July of '09, and so she'll be leaving us. Um, at the July, yeah, or sorry, February twenty fifth is our last day. So, um, but and she's been, of course, probably most known to people for running the uh, the Allen Library. Mm -hmm. um, she actually wrote a very uh, sad blog post yesterday. I don't know if you read it. No. About really? Um, you don't know if I read it? I know it had it. words and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, about the, the closing of the Allen Library. Oh, okay. Um, and we're going to miss Christy. She's, uh, uh, like everyone else, going to a, a more lucrative position. Apparently. Greener pastures. Yeah. But um, we wish her the best. Wish you were sticking around. Mm -hmm. She's not, so we're going to have to hire somebody again. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. we're still... I swear, every day around here something changes. And it's funny because everyone assumes, you know, libraries and how quiet and calm it is. And it's like, I would really love to see a library that's quiet and calm. I mean, I, it, what the public sees is quiet and calm. Yeah. But I'm like, this is just like any other business. I mean, you know, yeah. behind the scenes, things have to work. We have staff and we have just as many issues and concerns as everybody else. So, yeah, no. <laughs> So, but yeah, I think that was it in library news. So. We're, we're planning, we finished a planning meeting yesterday. So we've Quarterly started planning. planning for our summer reading club, which is about to yeah. hit us like a ton of bricks. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like summer. It doesn't feel like we're ever going to get out of winter. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, it doesn't feel like winter's going to make up its mind as to what it's yeah, going to be. Expect it, I still expect another hard freeze to come. I think I really so. Do. At least one more. One more and then. I don't think we'll have any more snow, but. I want some more. Yeah. Just a you little don't, bit. You don't go out in the snow anyway. No, but I like what it does. You like looking at it through a window. Yes. You and just I like, watch on TV if that's I the love case. that, you know, just being like, you know, watching Georgians be like, oh my gosh, snows, we can't do anything. It's just hilarious. So. But you to get out and play in it a little. No, it's cold. It usually ices, like, you know, the, the, yeah. the top yeah. layer is all ice. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, like, break through it and then get to it. You can tromp around in no. it. Scoop up the stuff off the, the roof of your car and throw it at no. somebody. No. No, I want to just look at it and, you know. Yeah. I think it's, I like to romanticize about it from inside where it's nice and warm rather than go out there and get wet and sniffly yeah. and truck all that wet stuff back into the house that I then have to clean up. No, no. Wow. You know, I'm surprised you have sex. <laughs> it just seems like, you know, in a similar fashion, there would be something yeah. that would be something that would be better in theory than, than, than the is. messiness and, <laughs> and everything of the actual act, you know? That, um... <laughs> I don't really want to have a conversation with my brother in the room. That's just, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Great. We're, we're not close like that. Right. <laughs> okay, Any well, more library news? Are we done with the so. library? Let's talk to our guest. Let's talk to our guest because we have with us today, and we'll get to your people in a minute, your pimples in a minute or whatever it is. Whatever. We have a Renaissance man with us today. Renaissance man. I don't yes, because you're a musician. Yeah. You're a writer. You're a fashion plate. I am. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that you have skills I don't even know about yet. Yes, yes. Probably that I don't even know about. Probably. Because <laughs> she doesn't really care too much about anybody but herself. Right <laughs> that, so. so when you talk, it's like the Charlie Brown voice. <laughs> but uh, so tell us who you are, where you came from, your secret origin. How you got? Um, how you managed to get into those? He pants. came from my mama's with JJ. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> from New York. 
Um, not born and raised, but I am from New York. Uh, spent some time in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Came to Georgia. Um, found my crew and just went on from there. Yeah. You know, um, I guess the the drumming aspect. I mean, my whole drumming history is on my website, kiyazami.com. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. He's pimping himself just yeah. like Barry does. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So, um, uh, basically, I just started tinkering around with it. Yeah. Never had I, I haven't had any like real like training training on the drums, which is something mm-hmm. I want to do further on in the future. But you know, I just kind of play what I feel. Now, when did you get your first actual drum set? I mean, before you got it, were you just like banging around on tables and stuff? Yeah, or when, I mean, how old for were the most you part, first um, actually, my, my first band, Product Fourteen Forty. Oh. Um, we actually I didn't have a drum set, so we actually practiced at school. Oh yeah, because I mean you were in band in school. Well, I mean mean, you were just having. I I was like in middle school, and it was just the one, the snare, which is like (laughs) just sit there, tap, 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 tap. tap. But um, no, you got your, you know, your bass level there. Um, I didn't get my actual first drum set until um two thousand one, and I bought it from um, a friend of mine for two hundred dollars. It was a TJ percussion, Uh and he had it in his um basement just sitting there because he wanted to learn drums but never went through with it yeah so so that was my first drum set i i have a probably a dumb question for you okay i've okay. got a you dumb, because, dumb answer okay <laughs> well i love listening to music mm-hmm. and I, I like watching um like you know those behind the music things you'll right. see them like hanging out in the studio and that right. kind of thing and i i realized that somebody's writing the music Sometimes the same person is writing the lyrics, but not always. Right, that's true. Okay, but how, explain to me how it goes from being on paper to being a band performing it. Because right. because I can see, like, all right, I'm writing these lyrics. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of maybe hearing something in my head. Right. But how, how, how does somebody hand you that, and then, you know, the guitar is doing this, and the bassist is doing this, right. and you're doing, how, how does that happen? Well, Do you just sit down and all magically jam and it sounds great? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Sometimes. It, 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 you know, I've been I've been in like um, a gamut of bands right. since I started um, in two thousand one, and you know each each band has their different quirks and stuff. So like, um, I actually play the bass. So um, in one of my previous band, Boredom, um, my drummer wrote all the lyrics. So he mm-hmm. sat there. He like he's very technical right. in that aspect. So he sat there and he'd play the drums and like write the lyrics to that, and then we'd come in and put like the guitar and then the bass tracks to that. And so you basically how... you would hear your, I mean, throughout all that you would hear your portion of it. Oh no! In no, it I, or he I, wrote just that. Just because I play the bass doesn't mean that I know how to play the bass. <laughs> my, my guitarist would just be like, "Play this, play this, play this," and I'd just uh-huh. be like, "Okay," you know. So um, it would it was more so on the guitarist aspect of like finding the, the notes and stuff like that okay um with pumpkin city we basically just jam it out you know like yeah. we'll sit there me and um fago my guitarist will just sit there and just like play around for, like, the, an p- hour. the pipe and just R- jam it the, you know, <laughs> the hands in the air oh yeah. okay you know, got it um, we, we just sit there you know he'll come up with a tune and um actually like um i was in a band before with my um guitarist fago and um we were just the same way. Like we we just automatically click. Like uh-huh. it's just like he'll switch. You know, like you you'll have um different switches and key changes and stuff right. in a song, and he'll switch, and I'll just feel that switch, and then I'll switch, and then uh-huh. I I can switch, and then he'll feel the you know right. and just we're just like that, and then um Matt our singer, 
he'll come in and he'll just listen. You know, he'd be like, okay, wait, play that again. And we'll play it again. And he starts writing down lyrics and then boom, we've got a song. Oh, okay. And then, you know, in, in the stacks, you know, I came with the lyrics. Uh-huh. Me and Fago, You came with my lyrics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Toya's lyrics. I'm sorry, I don't want to take it away from the writer. Yeah. But, um, and we, we just kind of sat down and like felt a little bit and then mm-hmm. just boom. I love the I love the theme. Yeah, it's fun having a, a theme song. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's my ringtone for Anthony when he comes. Oh, really? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> now, have you ever been like jamming and something sounds really great, and then afterwards it's like you can't figure out what the hell you're doing? Then you oh, can't get it back yeah. all the time. All the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, no. you guys don't generally record your session like while no, you're I mean, there. We, we've tried before, but it's like it's kind of like when you record something. It just kind of sits there. You don't necessarily go back to listen to it. Uh-huh. And um, it's really, it kind of helps because if you jammed it and you think it really sounds cool at the time uh-huh. and you can't remember it, then it's not really that cool. So yeah. you just move on. So, I mean, we, we've got like, we've actually finished a couple of songs that we just haven't played since, you know, because we've, we've moved on. We felt that, you know, the move in the music yeah. is better. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you could have, in some sense, you could go back and have, you know, lost track, you know, hidden tracks or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, I mean, we, we yeah. have stuff The like basement that. tapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have yeah. different stuff like that. But um, for the most part, we're just kind of going forward, trying yeah. to make music. Now, who, who are Pumpkin City? Now, we know you're the creative force behind it. <laughs> <laughs> but right. who, are, who are your backing guys? Who, okay. who assists uh, you with this? We've got Matt. Rude Boy Wilcox. He's okay. he's our singer and trumpet player and um, also bass player at times. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Fago, Brett um, Reagan. He's our guitarist. He's the genius behind all the, the quirky sounds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, right now, we don't actually have a set bassist, but we've got um, a couple of friends, really awesome, awesome um, mm-hmm. bass player, Frank Mills. Mm-hmm. He um, lives up in Alpharetta, Roswell area. Mm-hmm amazing like he is amazing yeah. <laughs> but he's he, y'all are like he's not committed to well yeah i mean well you know one he lives up in roswell um alfreda area and we live in covington so it's kind of hard to have a practice with him right unless we're like the gorillas and we're going to send him tracks and he's going to send us <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um and then we've got our other friend um uh case brennan he's the drummer and lead singer for swirly temple and That's a great gone, name. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, he's gone on a couple of road trips for us. He actually played the drums for um, Pumpkin City when I couldn't make it out. Okay. So um, you know he's he's an awesome, very talented, very awesome singer yeah. and drummer, and um, you know he, he helps us out when we need it. Now the the name of the band. Yes. I asked you about it before, and you came, you came up with some nonsense about it being the state between being awake yes, and, and asleep. I mean, is, is, is there really like a set terminology for that awake, sleep, dream? So when you're in that state, you're in Pumpkin City. Right. You've, okay. you've driven into Pumpkin right. City, Europe. Yeah, because that's what I would call it. Pumpkin well, I'm still City. curious yeah, about how that came. Did you come up with the name? No, Matt. Matt did. Okay. Matt was this, was he like in a haze of smoke <laughs> when he came up with no, it? No, I think it was probably one of his um, waking up from a drunken... Oh, okay. And was everyone on board at the time? We're like, yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> awesome. I, mean, Matt, I, I do like the name. It's a very right. unique name, right, though. Yeah. So I always wonder, you know. Well, Matt, he was he's actually the, the brainchild for Pumpkin City. He was the one that brought everybody together. Uh-huh. Um, he was actually playing with our previous bass player, um, Chris for numerous years and um they they kind of started the whole thing and then they got fago to come on board and then case who um 
you know, is our kind of our standing guy. He was actually mm-hmm. the original drummer for Pumpkin City, but then he wanted to um for he wanted to go to the lead singer spot. Mm-hmm. And he was um he hooked up with uh, name eludes me for a sec. Jimmy Ray's lunchbox. And um, he All was band name. Yeah. I know, I was thinking this this could be like a behind the music episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're in a convo. He wanted to be lead singer yeah. and we were like, get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a whole like it, it, it's crazy how like the different scenes are like when you're like you know you're in the corporate world and then you're in the music yeah. world and it's just like crazy you know yeah so um, yeah I mean you know especially in, in Conyers we we're all we've all basically um, been in the bands with each other mm-hmm. like we just jump around right and until one sticks and then you know it's like crisscross jump. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> do you think Pumpkin City is like a long term thing for you, or is this yeah. like a stepping stone to something bigger? No, no, I think this is definitely. So, this is the band that, because I know you said you've yeah. done obviously different bands along right. the years, but right. this is your, like, this is your, yeah, your band. I mean, um, at first, I thought it was Boredom, but, yeah. you know, yeah. Boredom broke up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Pumpkin City, we've definitely, I mean, we've gone in just last year, we. Yeah, you went on like a world tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we went to like Virginia. U.S. Twice. World Tour. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is like the world, right? Yeah. No, right. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we went to, you know, Virginia. We were up to Ohio. Shout out to um, Ohio Normal. Yeah. And we went to Pittsburgh. Shout out to Pittsburgh Normal. Um, we were in Arizona. Pittsburgh Normal. I don't get that. Colorado. Um, Normal, it's an organization. It's the um, National Organization of the Reform of Marijuana Laws. Oh, because so, oh, okay. I was like, is there a normal? Because uh, I was like, when he said normal, I was like, is there like a normal? Uh, yeah. In, this place, in terms of like city, city name or normal. something. No, else? no, no, it's the actual organization. So um, they're trying to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, marijuana laws. Yeah. You know, so. Um, yeah. Which so, I think, I still think it's hilarious considering how you are about everything yeah. else in your life. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all about legalizing so, it. <laughs> so just for you people listening out there you people um, i don't smoke okay i don't drink and i don't curse but i'm all about legalizing but, it um, <laughs> but pumpkin city is very much yeah. behind the whole legalization of marijuana okay legalize it yeah. legalize the marijuana yeah. now, now I, I have to ask go ahead now, now i know you're a married man very so married. if if this applies it would have been in your past right but <laughs> You know, we people who are non-musicians mm-hmm. always hear about the groupies. Right. Right. And I know Pumpkin City isn't, like, on the Grammys or anything, right, but right. still. Yeah. They mean, are a band. I mean, they yeah, get are, around. Are there really <laughs> girls who who would just, you know, they, they just want to be with you just because you're a musician? I, I would say... Um, <laughs> He's carefully wife. thinking about it because his wife I've heard gonna... <laughs> from other people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's always gold diggers. Yeah. You know? And I mean, who don't just, realize that is like we really don't have any money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like yeah. you, you talk to like any traveling musician or anything like that, you basically make enough money to get to the next spot. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you know you're you're. You do it because you love millions. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's really the the passion of the music that that right. drives you. So, but I mean, yeah, there are you know groupies out there that yeah. you know want to hang out with you and stuff, and I mean. I, because I'm married and I'm very grateful to my wife. Right. <laughs> and I you love your normally, wife. I do love my wife. <laughs> um, I normally don't like go hang out and stuff afterwards, right. after the shows and stuff like that. Not not necessarily because I'm like antisocial or anything like yeah. that. 
But you know, you're not like Latoya, right? Oh please, right. he's worse than I am. So don't but even I start. Like, <laughs> I like to, you know, I'll call my wife after the show and stuff yeah. like that. You know, I, I try to get home as quickly as possible. Yeah. But you know, the other guys they still like to hang out. And, you know, Matt Matt has some it has some uh, stories. You know, where like we've left him. Like honestly, we we're out of state. Uh-huh. We leave him at the show, and he winds up back where he needs to be. <laughs> so he, he just like you know he's like oh, I don't even remember what happened. I just remember walking out here talking to this person, and I was wow. like here. So yeah. Oh wow! Is is this the level of success you you want? I mean, or or do you, I mean, if if Pumpkin City broke out tomorrow and somebody from Atlantic Records offered you a contract, would you guys jump at it, or is it? For you, more of a side thing. It's not what you want to do with your life. Or... Uh, um, I could definitely see myself doing music thing, mm-hmm. full on, you know, traveling, doing all that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely something I dream of, and I'm trying to yeah. achieve that dream. But um, yeah, I mean, if someone from Atlantic Records who may be listening, who may be listening, you know, check us out, PumpkinCity.net, yeah. PumpkinCity.net. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if they came with a contract, I mean, we would definitely look over the contract. We we're not like so eager that we'll sign anything. We're right. Not, you know, we don't want to. We don't want to lose um, our individual yeah, individuality yeah. and our creative um, yeah. force behind music. Because a lot of people they get into the industry and then they force them to do like right. what they want them to do. Yeah. Sell out. Yeah. We want to yeah. keep that. You don't want to be the the backing band for. Miranda Cosgrove from right. iCarly yeah. or something. Yeah. I guess the true question nice is, you know, if Glee came to you, mm-hmm. would you allow them to do your songs? Because <laughs> yes. yes, yeah. what is it, the Kings of Leon or <laughs> the whatever? Kings of Leon was like, nah, yeah. we're too, nah. We're just too, yeah. whatever for them. It's like, mm-hmm. um, it's Glee, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was listening to uh, your EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I saw you come Yeah. Right. Now, um, where can people get it? they get that through the website? Can they uh, buy it? Yeah, um, we really need to get on iTunes and yeah. stuff like that. But um, just basically send us an email. We'll send you one. Okay. And is it that the only one you guys have right now available? No. We have um, four CDs, I think. Um, okay, see, I, got, I need to get the others. He hasn't given trends. me the others. I, I thought yeah. I gave you You all. gave me one. Right, uh, I'll give you both. Okay. <laughs> send you guys it. But we've got Transcendental State, which was our first album mm. we've cut. And then um, we've got, um, after that was, I believe it was the Elephant EP. And then we have Sweet Island Skunk. I feel like there's another one. So what is the inspiration for the, the titles of the albums? Um, Sweet Island Skunk is actually... Um, he has this grin on his face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, Lord. It may not it's be actually um, a, a term for a type of weed. Okay. Oh. So, so skunk. Um, Elephant EP was just um, w- when we first started. We had we had this um, ceramic elephant we named Lucky, uh-huh. and we brought him to every show until it, like you know he got banged and oh. cracked. And stuff. <laughs> so um, we we couldn't we couldn't really carry him anymore. But you know it was kind of like an homage to him. Right. Elephant EP and um, transcendental state was just like you know it's just like a, a trance throughout. It kind of ties into the whole Pumpkin City. You know, like, and marijuana. Mm-hmm. Well, not so much the marijuana, <laughs> <laughs> but just just the um, you know, waking up from a dream and still being in a dream. Type right. Of deal. Right. 
Okay. But it's funny because he was like, yeah, oh, I don't, I don't smoke and stuff. One day we were showing footage to the family. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> and, and we were there. And me being, of course, the sister always has to, you know, do point something. Yeah, point stuff out. Mom and dad weren't paying any attention. And on my t- grandmother was there. Yeah. <laughs> Until, you know, I was like, wait a second. You know, of course, there was, you know, a little smoke going in the, yeah. on the film and stuff. I was like, wait, 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 wait. And I think they, like, quickly tried to fast forward. I said, back yeah. that up, back that up. I was like, is that smoking? You know, trying to be all <laughs> innocent and stuff. And, of course, by that time, I'm like, pass the Dutchie funnel. And sure enough, there was, you know, the creative juices were certainly flowing wow. in that session. But, you know, he was not smoking it. But, you but, know, but it was secondhand. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. secondhand. Um, somewhat, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, but what are you sticking your head out of the, the basement window? Honestly, sometimes <laughs> I hold my breath. Right. So that when you do take that, that you know, <laughs> inhale, you a, get a, a, a true... Hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, I recently read a book you, you co-wrote. Right, co-wrote. Um, tell us about that. Are you going to pursue that? Because well, I, mean, I thought yeah. it was really good. Yeah, um, we're actually... we're. You know, it, I co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually my original idea, and I sat down with my friend, and we were talking about it. And she was like, "You know, let's let's see what we could do with it." Mm-hmm. Um, the other, the author is um, Ashley Mayer, mm-hmm. and you know, basically, we um, she put together like um, a chapter, and I put together a chapter, and we came together, and we were just like, "Wow, you know, we, we could actually make this work." And yeah. then she just took it, and she just ran with it like honestly she just took it like we were supposed to do like one chapter here one chapter there and like next thing you know like i got six chapters written i was like what (laughs) and i was like wow you know so um and then you know she would get stuck in some areas and then Mm -hmm. we'd powwow about it you know and um yeah so we got the book together um we're still working on the title it was originally good monsters yeah um we're thinking about changing it to uh paper doors because Mm -hmm. um it kind of works into the whole the um, paper door system that was in the right, book. Yeah. Um, it's an action adventure story, mm-hmm. fantasy. Um, basically, the reason, the way I came up with the idea was, um, you know, I saw all the hype of Harry Potter. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, one, I can do this. Well, yeah. I mean, one, I was like, I, you know, this is definitely not like a brand new idea. But yeah. two, like, why does he have to go away to this world with magic? Why can't it just all be? There. Right, yeah. You know, so it's like basically in the book, it picks up after the war. Um, the paper door system was made to where goblins and stuff like that could come through, Draculas mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's, it kind of works into the whole modern day myths. Mm-hmm. And um, the paper door system would let them come back in, um, to their world and into ours. But basically, one day, all the doors open, everybody got thrown yeah. into the to um, our world, and a big war ensued. Kind of, um, some somewhat imagery from um, Hellboy, mm-hmm. um, so kind of picks up after that. Everything's out and open, you know. Um, of course, they're going to keep some of the magic right. locked away because they don't want you know human. But basically, the way that we're we're working it is because of magic being in the real world. Mm-hmm. Us as humans, we're kind of lazy, so that's our new technology. Are we all right? <laughs> so it kind of keeps it to where. Um, we don't have to think of new technology because right. everything's just already here. So, like, you right. know, your cell phones and stuff don't work because um, the magic interferes with it. So right. it just picks up from there. But it, um, it, the, the, main, the main character is Sasha. 
Um, we took the name for my daughter, mm-hmm. Sasha. And um, You're beautiful, baby. Yes, Just want to eat her up. Baby. Um, and, you know, basically her trek into an adventure you know just from her normal mundane life and then she gets thrown into this adventure mm-hmm. so so who's your um who because obviously i've not finished reading the book mm-hmm. who would There's you a lot say of words is, in it. Yes. there is a lot of words and she asked me to read it to her and i said no <laughs> well um, you've got your kindle i know and it is on my kindle um who would you say is your target audience is it like a teen or an well, adult yeah, type yeah, we definitely we wanted to to kind of target teens so we didn't want to put mm-hmm. too much like sexual content and bad right. language and stuff in there but we also wanted to make it a good read for like you know adults or so so um you know teen and up mm-hmm. i think i mean you might you might have the preteens and stuff that, that yeah um, might like it but uh it was funny because we went into the, the bookstore um we had a, a lunch a meeting lunch mm-hmm. and we went into the bookstore a lunch meeting some, Yes, a lunch meeting, sorry. <laughs> so we, we did some recon in a bookstore, and it's just so funny, like, when we're trying to th- figure out, like, book covers and stuff like that. Right. And you go into, like, you know, nonfiction, and then they have a specific spot for, like, teen vampire books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because of the Twilight phase. You look at, like, all the Twilight books, and then you see all these other books that, like, are look so just like similar. it, yeah. yeah. It's just like... And, like, you open up, like, Twilight, you know, the, the font, I think, is, like, 12 print. Yeah. And you open up some of these other ones, and they're, like, 16. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Huge print. Like, it's, like, basically somebody just sat down on the weekend and just wrote this. Yeah. So, you know, it's, like, where, where's the, the newness? Where's the f- right. real fun? I mean, you got to jump to cash in, and that's yeah. exactly what they're doing. So. Yeah. I mean, kind of like movies. Yeah. They're just redoing everything. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sequels to everything. Sequels or just remakes, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so enough about me. So what's People in a Minute? Yeah, let's do People in a Minute. Well, I was just going to talk about some other stuff. You were talking about bookstores. We okay. were talking today. Um, funny, this morning, Kendrick was like, oh, you know, did you hear? And he backs up on the DVR about Borders. I'm like, dude, where have you been? Yeah, I you got know? an email last night from the Borders president or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I, I had one of those yeah, cards Yeah, I Walmart. did too. Yeah, assuring us they're not closing and you know, not yet. Yeah, your e-libraries are safe. And <laughs> they're I'm like, yeah, because that's where you guys are gonna end up. <laughs> yeah, like Circuit City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, I was telling you, I love Barnes and Nobles. I love going to Barnes and Noble and stuff, but I, I mean, it, it just can't last forever. I mean, I remember ten years ago, my favorite store on earth was Media Play. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, there, I remember Media You know, and they had toys, and they had t-shirts, and they had yeah. games, and they had music, and they had books. I mean, it was the only stuff I'd gosh, buy. I have not thought you know, about I, that I place could, in so long. If they had groceries, that was the only store I needed to go to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it started getting crappier and crappier, mm-hmm. and more empty spaces, and then when it was gone. Yeah, they just couldn't you know. find their identity. I think it's just in... Well, everything's in, on the internet, yeah. yeah. Which is sad, but I mean, you know, I knew, you, you could tell, you could see the signs when Walden start, because they're, of course, owned. Or, by borders. Yeah. yeah, by borders. And so when they started closing their stores. And yeah, I mean, Barnes & Noble, of course, is taking a hit. Yeah. Um, I know that they've seen some improvement with the fact that they've got the Nook, and they push the Nook color and stuff. But again, that's on their e-market. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the bookstores is unfortunately in some regard a dying breed we were talking about it yesterday i think that if they went back to the old school system of a smaller more comfortable 
um, yeah. you know, set up. Well, like, uh, like Kima's Hobby in Gray, um, I definitely recommend people check that out. It's a, um, you know, privately owned, run by the person who owns it bookstore, and it's a, it's a great store. Because I like the whole, the coffee shop set up, you know, people mm-hmm. are still going to that, you know, yeah. kind of like, even with the Starbucks, I know that, you know, that some of them do carry a few books here and there and stuff. But I think that if there was more of a push to infuse a bookstore with the coffee shop setting, yeah. not overwhelm it, <laughs> but if there was more of a marrying of the two, yeah. that would probably work a bit better than... Well, you know, people still buy plenty of books. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder if maybe Barnes & Noble and, and the people who do survive, they're going to have to change. You know, I love Barnes & Noble, how huge it is. But it seems like it's not really needed. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe have something half that size that was books and, you know, maybe a coffee and stuff like that. Get rid of, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the cheap gift section. And, <laughs> and you know, there's people who, who do music and movies and stuff like that. Get out of that, too. Just focus on your core products right. and do it in a smaller, less expensive setting and Kind of or, stuff. I mean, because they're going to have to reassess or just re- clearly reevaluate themselves. And it's yeah. sad because it seems almost as, a, as though this was somehow a surprise to them, you know, because it's like much in the way that people are viewing or have not realized that libraries are shifting. Um, yeah. We're not just about books. We, you know, it's like, yeah, well, we, our dominant market is books, mm-hmm. but we're, we have computers. That is what people are coming in here for more yeah. so. And knowledge and that kind of information is now stored predominantly on computers <laughs> and so we're going to become more about computers and because there's still a lot a large part of um the demographic certainly in this type of area that don't have access to the internet at home yeah, um, yeah. you know obviously less so in the, in the metropolitan type areas right. people you know it's a given well, they're going to have still- it it's still the same way in the metropolitan. You know, people are trying to piggyback off other people. Yeah. yeah. You know? But, I mean, you know, and so we see here more so that people can't afford to have the internet mm-hmm. at home and, you know. It's so, so Yeah. Uh, a, a Jonathan Walford. Yes. Has commented on the photo. <laughs> John. Uh, yes. He says, this is so him. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Absolutely. John. Hopefully, John will listen to the show. Thank you, John, for for replying. Yeah, but it it is sad um, to see you know borders having to to file for because they did um, announce it on the news locally, obviously, and they're saying, of course, several of the Atlanta stores are going to be closing. So, of course, that's a lot of layoffs, and yeah, it's it is unfortunate. Yeah, Yeah, it is. I mean, the handwriting's been on the wall for a long time. Very long time. So, of course, the, you know, the implications are far-reaching. That's a lot of retail space that's going to sit there empty. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so. Because so I. Should put some trees in there. <laughs> indoor, like, park. So that deer yeah. and stuff can run in there. There you go. <laughs> a place to stay. Because <laughs> I often think about, you know, like, I know locally we've had, what is that, that Winn-Dixie has been empty now for years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Kroger is building the new facility. So yeah. I'm like, oh, when they close that one, it's probably going to sit empty. Yeah. Um, you know, and I always hate when that yeah. stuff happens. I, I'm happy and great. You know, there used to be a food line there. There was a food line in the Ingalls, and the food line's closed. Mm-hmm. And it was just an empty store for, 
I mean, the whole time we've been in Gray, mm-hmm. which is going on like six, seven years now. And, uh, and there's actually a grocery store moving into that oh, really? one. It's a Harvey's. I don't know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> Other people have told me, oh, I love Harvey's, but I've never been to one. Never even heard of but, Harvey's. Um, apparently it's a chain. Is it a northern chain? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Huh. A lot of the older people, I think there maybe used to be Harvey's around here. Because yeah. a lot of the older people are like, oh, yeah, I used to love Harvey's. But anyways, moving on, I'm just glad they're moving into a pre-existing thing instead of building another new thing. So. Um, also in the news... Um, Steve Jobs, they showed, was recently, yeah. I guess, going into first cancer treatment. Yeah, National Enquirer posted so, some pictures of him. He looked kind of skeletal. Well, I saw, I read, actually, you'll be surprised <coughs> to know, I read an article in Newsweek a couple of weeks ago, and they're talking Why? about, because they were talking about Steve Jobs. And so you, that's what it takes to get you to read? Because Hell, they're I'll, talking I'll, about... Uh, Steve Jobs is in my last book. What are you he's looking for? Some... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... I was, they were talking about how, how it's very much a risk when people, when a singular person is tied so much to a brand. Yeah. And so they were saying that when all this surfaced, the Apple stock dropped by 1%. Yeah. And so they were saying there's concern that despite the fact that realistically, Apple has been run behind the scenes by other really strong individuals. Yeah. Steve Jobs is the face of Apple. So because of this, yeah. and because of, you know, without doubt, he's going to, you know, he'll end up leaving the company, whatever, the, the stock is going to take a dip. I think it's going to be like, you know, when Walt Disney died. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody thought, well, what's, I mean, can Disney survive without him? And, and you know, it's had its up and ups and downs, but it's still a, a huge brand. It's still so, a huge brand, but I mean, it's yeah. not what it used to, it, to me, although, it's not what it used would, to be. Well... I would I would say that I would argue that in the '90s Disney was bigger than it ever was. In the '90s, I mean, since then Pixar is certainly in my mind. But that's that's Disney. That's part well, of it. Disney owns ABC now. For a while now. they were. They, for a while they, broke they own off. Marvel Comics. Well, now. Yeah, yeah, they bought Marvel a couple years ago. Wow, didn't yeah. know that. I mean, Disney's huge. I mean, yeah, I, I could I think you could argue they flourished since Walt passed. Now, now they may be different. They're very different. Yeah. But from an economic standpoint, yeah. they certainly. Flourish. I think that's probably what it is too. Is that most people now don't realize that what they've done is they've catapulted in ways that are kind yeah. of like behind the scenes type ventures where they've, they're they're, they're the core, but people don't realize that they yeah. own these other things. But it is concerning. Um, I love Apple, of course. Yeah. They are a part of my. Hmm? You know, I mean, with Steve Jobs, I mean, you know, you see him, but. It's really not him, it's the product. I know, but the yeah. b- part of the culture that is Mac mm-hmm. and Apple is Steve Jobs. Right. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean like, oh, the guy that um, took over at Disney, he was like the CEO at the time. Michael Eisner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he became the face of Disney and he was, you know, <laughs> helped that. Yeah. For a while there, and then yeah. you remember you read that book. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, for a while there, he was the one yeah, doing the wide world of Disney yeah, stuff. Yeah, I remember was, that. I do yeah. remember. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're going to find somebody else just to step up and mm-hmm. be the rock star. I hope so. I mean, it, it's it's sad to think about because they're like you know, especially if he passes away and that kind of stuff because he was so you, instrumental in the building. day he passes away. I know. I already know you're going to be calling in. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to work. Barry's gonna be like, "You want? You need me to take you to lunch? You need? You need something? You need some time, Latoya?" Because I mean, that would be sad. I think it really would. It would be a horror. No, I mean, 
And in the article, because it talks about... <laughs> she no, feels I, like she's going to tear up I now. am. Well, I mean, because it <clears> talks <throat> about the fact that you think about what it is, Mac, and even more specifically, what the iPhone has done to, to yeah. just society and culture. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you think about just that in itself. So, anyway. I'm, <sighs> but he didn't invent it. He was just... But he yeah, is I know. It. Yeah, I, I think people have this idea. He's like huddled down in his basement at night, yeah. inventing the next iPhone. Um, Joel, I hope you listening to the show today and that you like post something somewhere <laughs> because you know you got my back on this. Steve Jobs is the man. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> that was just stuff I had about just stuff in the news. Now, yeah, I know most couples have like you know that you oh you have permission. You know, I have permission if I ever. See Phoebe Cates, I'm hitting that. You know, yeah. my wife just knows it. Steve Jobs is, is, is Steve not Jobs mine. like yours? No, because I know Dame Judy Dench is, is, is Kenricks. Is Kenricks, <laughs> but uh, oh, yes. <laughs> that's another conversation. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my gosh, yours is all. Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I no, still cute, don't yeah. have one. I keep thinking of who it would be. Johnny and I, Depp. No. Michael Bublé. No, and it, yeah, it's not Bublé because ever since he showed me that home picture. Uh, it just oh. completely no. This is um, Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah, and see, I don't have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. See, me and Carrie, I think we have like seven, eight each. <laughs> <laughs> but your number one is Phoebe. Oh yeah, I yeah Phoebe Phoebe Case is beautiful. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Said that um, we like back in the day when. VHS. Yes. Like, the thing like that was like the most rented and like rewound spot. Yeah, you could see you could see it like all messed up. Yeah, and rewind and pausing. Yeah. So my my people in a minute is Lindsay Free because I'm intentionally just not talking. I mean, well, intentionally not mentioning anything new. You can't, about. You can't not bring up Lindsay Lowen and. Uh, Charlie Sheen. I'm well, I mean, Charlie, Charlie is Sheen. on my on my list today. Yeah. But Lindsay, I'm I'm just not mentioning anything new because you know I don't I'm see the point. Tune all her stuff out now. Yeah. Like, that you, you just get the news from me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hear this. Like, yeah, I mean, like yesterday, I was listening. I was finishing up the show because I, I try to listen like at work and stuff when uh-huh. I have some downtime, or or um, if I'm at home. But usually, if I'm at home, then the kids or Elise will come and I. It's like, I'm listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I finished it, up, finished it up yesterday, and um, I completely didn't know, like, all these movies that were coming out oh, yeah? this this summer. So, like, I was watching, I went to, like, a movie phone, um, saw all yeah. the trailers and stuff. Movie like phone that. is still around? It's online. I mean, I, I, I typed and I Googled um, movie trailers, yeah. and it was, like, the first one at the top. So, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything anymore. My life just seems to... I mean, if Barry didn't tell me stuff, I'm, I'd be... Yeah, I don't know. But go ahead. Um, so we're skipping Lindsay. Yes, we are so skipping Lindsay. Um, Charlie Sheen... Um, still he, screwed up. Still very much screwed up, but he is ready to go back to work. Mm-hmm. He was commenting that he was very grateful for Viacom and, you know, who owns CBS or yeah. whatever, for stepping in because they're really the only ones with the power to... To tell him to get his act together. And he did say he had never been high or drunk on set. Which, you know, I guess is good to yeah. know. Which isn't to say that he had not been drinking on set. Yeah, he said he had gone to work a few times without, without having slept the night before. And right. So he would, 
have them stage him so that he could lean, lean against on furniture things. and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so, so to he was say still that buzzing, he was right. Yeah. But he wasn't necessarily high. Right. right. Quotation. Marks. Right. So yeah. I'm like, that isn't to say you weren't under the influence in some mm-hmm. way. Yeah. But, oh, that's good to know. And it was funny because the the quotes that they had in the article, I'm like, he sounds very very intelligent and eloquent. But then again, you know, those types of individuals have had years of practice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure, doing that kind of much. stuff. And, you know, he had words for Lindsay, too, which yeah. is, you know. Well, like, they got to stay current. You know, your PR person is like <laughs> your main guy at this point, you know. Yeah. So everyone is like, you know, just just deflected. Talk about Lindsay, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like no, really, people don't really care yeah. about Lindsay. Although we all tend to talk about her at some point, we may as well talk about Lindsay. So Lindsay was is apparently not gonna be on um, Letterman, which apparently yeah. they said she was going to do a top ten, and they're like, oh no, whoever said she was didn't, didn't have, have the authority, authority to say she was gonna do a top ten. And they're saying that possibly she shouldn't be charged for felony because the amount of money that the the jewelry that she supposedly stole, which she didn't steal, isn't worth the amount that they they allege it is worth. So basically, so. Um, she's not going to get charged anything because she pulled a Winona Ryder. Right. And they can say that she was. Yeah. Whatever. You know. Yeah. It, it just. It just. I don't. It's. <laughs> The Lindsay stuff just never ends. It just it, there's always. I don't end, see the it's point. It's gonna end either with her dad. Yes. Or well, probably with her dad. Right. <laughs> Which is sad. Well, um, the Paris, yeah. Paris, you know, Paris Hilton. That's kind of fizzled out. That's true. Know? So yeah. I think at a certain point, everybody's gonna be like, oh. Yeah. Hold on, people. There was an article on her. I think, I think she's her. gonna go more than a Cole Smith route, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know she's gonna. We're going to find her, like, naked in a pool of raw vomit in a hotel room somewhere with Mayor McCheese. And, <laughs> uh, and she's just dead. You know? yeah. Well, I mean, Paris was on people this morning. I saw an article, something like she celebrated her 30th birthday with wild animals or something. But that was, like, the, the teaser line. I didn't read the article. I was just like, I'm so over Paris. Yeah. Anyway, moving she's on. She's 30 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's also yeah. younger. <laughs> Um, I saw also, I skimmed the article, Arnold Schwarzenegger, now that he is, you know, not, no longer doing the politics thing. Yes. So there is a possibility that the Terminator with him could be back. And they're like, is it, is he too old at 63 to do it? I'm like, "Mm, yeah. Yes, because uh, what, Terminator 3? He, he looked old. Yeah. Like, how, why would you have a cyborg that ages? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I just... This is like not Bicentennial Man. This is you know, <laughs> yeah. Terminator. So, you know, I'm like, it would be interesting to see, you know, he did that, what was that movie that I watched with Mom and Dad and Kenrick that the, they um, all want? Yes. Was he in that one? He, was, yes, he did a cameo. For a second. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, maybe go and do that because they're apparently doing a second one to that. Go do that and test that out. But please don't don't ruin the franchise any more well, than it. Well, you know, I yeah, people. Jaws. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying any more than it needs to be. You know, it's just it's just stop it. Don't do it. So I've heard Terminator Three wasn't that good. I did not watch and it. Then I heard people weren't that impressed with Terminator Salvation. It wasn't that great. I mean, the the um, the surprise like Arnold was wow. awesome. Yeah. You know, because it was like Mr. Universe Arnold. Yeah. And, like, the way they CG'd it, and it was just, like, awesome. And you're just like, yes! <laughs> but, yeah, the movie, 
uh, it was just kind of yeah you know so I'm not yeah. sure you could hurt it more than it's already hurt because yeah they were like saying you know obviously he'd not been entertaining any offers really but now he's available mm-hmm. and it's like dude just like go be with your wife and stuff yeah. and yeah retire I mean I don't think he has a need to go back into movies yeah. or do anything really yeah. you know just chill I mean he can get back on the whole like um, presidential kick about like exercise and stuff like that yeah. he should do that yeah. that I think that would be cool but yeah, yeah I mean it's not like he was necessarily like an A-list actor to begin with, you know. I mean, he, I mean, was, there was, a, a, he was a superstar. Yeah. But I wouldn't say A-list. He's not like, oh, he was an know. action star for a while, but, but even that wasn't. action star. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, with the, the Terminator movies, mm-hmm. um, Twins. Yeah, Twins was awesome. Um, I like Twins. I wouldn't say it was A-list. Total Recall. <laughs> Total Recall. I, I did Run like Man. Total Recall. Yep. Those were all huge monster hits. Yeah, yeah but his, his his caliber of acting, I wouldn't say, is a list though. Those well, were just yeah, really but, good, yeah, but cool no, movies. But his yeah, his but, caliber of acting yeah, but, is not I mean, a list. That's like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was oh, in a lot of action geez. movies. I know he got an Academy Award nomination for you know Born on the Fourth of July. But I mean, geez. most people don't consider him a great actor. But he's certainly an A list star, mm-hmm. and it's because of his action movies. Yeah. I guess. I, I, I just, ugh. Anyway, so. I guess our advice is please don't, Arnold. Don't pick up Terminator yeah, again. Do something else. Yeah, do something else. <laughs> yeah. Nothing with robots. Yeah, and, unless and, it's like a Pixar movie. And definitely don't come back as Mr. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> don't, yes. don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, this third one I added because you mentioned it. So you may as well talk about it. Yeah, apparently uh, Miley Cyrus has been hooking up with a uh, man slut. Um, John Mayer. John Mayer. Which I told you, I thought she was hooking up with Amy Winehouse's ex, because that's the last I heard on people. But apparently they were spotted um, kissing and touching each other and stuff at the Grammys. Which I didn't uh, get to watch again. And a source said that they saw her slap him on the butt and uh, say, you know, you're so naughty or something like that. And you joked with me this morning saying that rather than him saying, your body's a wonderland. Yeah, your body's like a playground. (laughs) And I said, you should be like... Your body's like just Disneyland. Yeah. Since she was the Disney princess kind of yeah. thing. So, like, whatever. But, I, yeah, I had not heard that. <laughs> My body's like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. But, I mean, he's been with, like, everybody yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what, what is this guy doing? He's, like, what, had three albums? No, yeah. he's had more than that. Because I've, I've had, I have um, all but his last one, which I've planned to get, Battle Studies. But, yeah, he's had, like, um, I think he's had four or five. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not, I'm not a huge John Mayer fan. I like his stuff. Now, Waiting for the World to Change, an okay song. Yeah, Love it. I'll one. continue. Yeah. Love it. Like. That daughter song, I hate. I know you do. <laughs> that uh, Your Body's a Wonderland song, I hate. <laughs> With your bubblegum lips and your licorice <laughs> nose and your eraser nipples and all, whatever, the, whatever all else he says. I don't really care for that. Whatever. I just I so, just like his stuff. So Yeah. Well, I think we need to stump our chump. Alrighty. Now, stump him, stump him. Who's the chump today? You uh, are the chump. Oh. You are. Yeah. Well, I will playing? say this much. The first set of questions he had, I looked at. And she thought they were too easy. Yeah, he doesn't like when really? I look at the questions beforehand because I usually like go and spill the beans or whatever. But I looked and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, she wanted me to go easy. back and get harder questions. Well, I just thought that our listeners would be like, those are lame. Yeah. So, so you are playing today yes. for a copy of The Damned Thing. Yep. 
So you could win the damned thing, uh, written by me. And, uh, His but, newest book, and it, it is critically acclaimed. And matter of fact, that leads into, Latoya's going to read us a review of the damned thing that was posted on the All Pulp website. Wow. Seriously, Barry? Because yes. <laughs> otherwise you won't read it. I <laughs> so, know! Yeah. So you read it, read it aloud, and he'll know what he's playing for. This I thought I did All read Pulp it. Website. Didn't you make me read this before? Well, I just no, I just say, told you about it. just want to say congratulations. Oh, well, thank you. For those of you who have read my reviews since starting All Pulp, I did read this. You made me read this. You have you, not read it aloud. Read you, it aloud. you text this whole thing to me, <laughs> and you made me read this. Read it aloud. You know that I tend to like to say a little something in the opening, and even though I'm usually very positive, I'm not full of accolades and purple prose until now. Get ready. This is the best work by Barry Reese I have ever read. Simply, Period. Reese has shown through his various works, including five volumes of The Rook, a book about Kai Gore, the Lazarus Gray stories for Pro Se Productions, Rabbit Heart, his novel from 2010, and other stories and tales that he can handle multiple genres and knows how to build characters and tell a story. <laughs> After reading The Damned Thing, I know how that those other books and tales were just wonderful steps to the masterpiece this book is. <laughs> the story of The Damned Thing centers around Violet Cambridge, a private detective in the late 1930s who runs an office with her dead husband's former partner. The story starts like many detective tales. A, com a comely young woman walks in and wants her sister found. Of course, there's twists right from the beginning. The case becomes focused on a relic, and Violet ends up having to avenge her partner's death. If you think I've spoiled anything, I've only given away information in the first 20 or so pages. Reese seamlessly blends good old-fashioned mystery, private eyes, supernatural hoodoo, ma um, mafoso what? Mafioso. Mafioso, sorry. Asylums, and even Alistair... Crowley. The action does not let up. Every aspect of this story, from violence to sex to exposition, is just enough and is dead on at every turn. It's a short read, which is good in that it's not short enough for me. Anyway, it's a short read, which is good in that you can't um, put it down any um, you can't put it down anyway, but is bad in that you want more, even though the story is tied up pretty well. Throw in a fan favorite character from Reese's The Rook, and you have a pulp burner um, here that can't miss. And I didn't even go into the fact that this is possibly one of the best tributes to the Maltese fa Falcon I have ever seen that didn't drift into parody, but ma maintained its own identity while still nodding respectfully to the classics. Five out of five tips of the hat. The best Reese and one of the best pulps I've read in a while, and this is by Wildcat Books. Um, it's published by Wildcat Books. Yeah. yeah um, Tommy Hancock. Tommy Hancock. Yes. He's been on the show. He has. He, he did not get a single question no. for it. Yeah. yeah. But so, see, that's what you're playing awesome. for. Awesome. Yeah. I told him this should have been, yeah, it should have been, because he has not yet put done a, a version of his book electronically, mm -hmm. considering the accolades he's getting should be his first. Although they are available yeah. for the Nook. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah if you go to barnesandnoble.com, you can find my books and download them. It's just know. not available for the Kindle. Oh, well. I saw it on um, Amazon. Well, I, I saw the sample where you could... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the that, yeah. There, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's crazy. 
I, I don't have enough. And I was, I tried to get you to get me enough, you know, but you weren't. You weren't <laughs> why would I get? You, why would I get you a nook when you cannot get me a single Z pack? Anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Now, the the trivia questions this week all have to do with. Pumpkins. Wait for it. Pumpkins. Pumpkins. Oh, wow. Yes. I know nothing about pumpkins. So pumpkin <laughs> trivia. Okay. All right, hang on. It's been a while. Let me see. Okay. Just remember, the one with the clapping hands makes the clapping hands. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. What is the one continent on Earth that pumpkins will not grow in? And there's multiple choice. Um, <laughs> is it A, South America, B, Antarctica, or C, Europe? Antarctica. That's correct. Yes. Yay. And I will say that I, I lost. Because I got, yeah. what is it? She got the first two right and then missed the last three. Oh. But, it, you know, to be honest, I stopped really listening to him. I was reading something on the computer. Too many words, yeah. yeah. Uh, you do have to get three. Right. That reminds me, you do have to yeah. explain the rules here. <laughs> you have to get three out of five. So you've already got one, so you only need two more. So, I know Where, how much how badly you want his book. He made me buy his book this time. I did not make her buy. She came in and said, "How much is your book?" I told no, her. No, 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 that is it. not true. That was what he, what happened this time. But when he initially got this book, he's like, "Oh, by the way, it's eight dollars." Because you know, in the past, well, he'd give me copies of his books. No, no, and let, I just wouldn't read them. Let's tell what happened. <laughs> With my previous book, Rabbit Heart, she took one off the shelf, <laughs> took it home. And then continued to update me, you know, that Kenrick was enjoying it and stuff. And so I saw him reading it a few times. He had like a, you know, the spine all bent back. He was was like stuck in his back pocket or something. All this stuff. And at one point I mentioned to her, I said, now, are you going to buy that book? Because I cannot sell that book now that it has been, you know, Kenrick-fied. And uh, and so I made her buy it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know. That was a reimbursement. Yes. But I mean, I usually get a copy of his book. Whatever. I usually get a copy of his book, you know, and it sits up on my bookshelf at home with the others that just sit there. That you haven't read. Yeah. Yeah. I think you did read one. One. You did one. The short. Yeah. Yeah, It was the shortest. But I mean, it still took me months. (laughs) All right. Number two. Where is the pumpkin capital of the world? I dare say they should call themselves Pumpkin City. Should. Where is <laughs> the pumpkin capital of the world? Is it Baltimore, Maryland, Roanoke, Virginia, or Morton, Illinois? I want to say Maryland. Is that your final is that answer? Your final answer? Yes. That is incorrect. Oh, it is, is Morton, it? Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. I kind of felt Illinois, but I was just like, yeah. that's too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's what I felt about the first one, um, mm-hmm. Antarctica. I was like, well, I'll just go with that one anyway. Yeah. So sometimes you need to go with the obvious choice. It's true. All right. Now you need to get two out of the last three. Okay. Number three. Pumpkin carving was introduced by Irish immigrants. You have Irish in you, so you need to get mm-hmm. these. Right. Mm-hmm. Back home, what foods were traditionally carved? Was it A, potatoes? B, Turnips or C squash. So back home they would carve these things. They came over here, found pumpkins, and realized, hey, pumpkins, easier to carve. Yeah. So I don't want to say squash. Is that your answer? 
Yes. That is incorrect. Oh. It was see, turnips. And see, I turnips. went with turnips. Yeah, I went with potato because it's like Irish potato. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, my second, my second choice was squash because I was like, squash is similar to, and it's like turnips. I'm like turnips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carbs turnips. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you've put yourself in an interesting position. Yes. Yes. Fine. For dramatic effect, though, this is good. Mm-hmm. Two questions. Mm-hmm. You need to correct. All right. So you got to get them back. Number four, the largest pumpkin ever grown weighed how many pounds? Was it 1,140 pounds, 350 pounds, or 700 pounds? Do you want to hear the answers again? No, no, no. 700 pounds. Is that your final answer? Eleven 1, hundred, <laughs> and that's your final answer. Yes. We we need an answer. Which is eleven hundred. That is correct. Woo! Yes. All right. Now you gotta, gotta get, get this one. Right, right. Okay. Hands are all. Because you really want your book, Barry. That's right. I really want to win that damn thing. Yes. <laughs> what percentage of pumpkins are water? I got this one wrong and was shocked. Is it A sixty? B ninety? Or C, 40? 90. That's correct. Woo! Yeah, I was completely shocked. I was like... I'll even sign it for you. Awesome. I was going to ask you to do it. Yeah, don't personalize it, though. Just sign it. Yeah, that cuts down on the resellability. <laughs> well, I mean, I like to collect things. Yeah, he is a Davidson. <laughs> a Davidson man. They do You're collect right. a lot of stuff. But yeah, no, I was shocked. I was like, 90% of a pumpkin is, is water. water. Yeah. Yeah. It's healthy for you. Exactly. I guess. There you go. And you could save this if you want as a souvenir. Awesome. Woohoo! Yeah. Now, the, the last time he was he were you a chump previously when you were on the show? No. Or no just a guest? No, he just, yeah, he, every okay. time he's just called in. And, um, but yeah, he's never Still actually. I got my steak dinner. You still have not gotten that. What is wrong with you? Oh. Barry, you should take him to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what the, the agreement was there. I you know, I don't remember what the No, you were you were so, a stump um a chump. Was it? Was the Mel oh, Gibson, the Mel Gibson one. one. That's yeah, right. yeah when you went crazy. You got three out of five. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. Well, I that's that right. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. I forgot that. Was about that was what you won. Well, yeah, you won the steak dinner. Yeah, and I think Elise won a, a lunch or something too. Yeah, but yeah. I think she she got taken out. So. Oh, okay. Or something. Yeah, something so, like um, that. Is this? Did you write this on your um, iPad? No, no, I just wrote it on the old fashioned yeah. computer. I know that you were you were um, getting one. Yeah, and I I do have the iPad, and I I I finally got Pages on it mm-hmm. because um, I have Dropbox installed on it, so I can view my novels and stuff. But I couldn't edit it. And so I looked on uh, the app store to see what programs they recommend for editing. And so I got pages. And so I can open it in Dropbox, and then it says open it in, you know, pages. pages. So it opens up in pages. But when I save it, it doesn't save it in Dropbox. Uh, Although what's funny, you know, now... It, it makes me want to email it to myself. Well, you know, now stuff, you like can, um, apparently with Google Docs, you can now edit Google Documents or Documents now on yeah. your mobile device so which is something they didn't you couldn't do before yeah I still don't like writing on the iPad mm-hmm. because um, you, you need the tactile keys well and I need I need the, it's still not a full size keyboard mm-hmm. it's still not exactly right yeah. 
And um, so what I would like to do, though, is do some editing on it. Because that's what I wanted to do with that one is I was reading over it again and saw, like, you know, his typos here and there. I just wanted to edit a few things. But, right. but you know, it's, it, it's, it's too much works. effort if I have to save it and then email it to myself right. and then right. download it back. You know, it's too much. What I need to do is have um, a pen that you could use on the iPad yeah. where you could just, like, mark through words and, like, you know, write. Well, I, I know that um, they have various drawing programs, and I think if you have the stylus, yeah, because I've seen people who do just beautiful stuff on the iPad. So, yeah. And you see, I don't think you write as quickly. No, I, I, I type over like 120 words a minute. So, yeah. Um, no, I, don't think I write a lot slower than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I heard, yeah. um, recently heard that they're going to take um, cursive writing out of school system. I heard that, yeah. It's like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, but, well, you know, letter writing is, is a, a thing of the past yeah. in some sense. You know, most On a day-to-day -day basis, uh, if I don't, aside from signing my name, mm -hmm. I don't think I do any cursive writing over there. But you would think, yeah, it's like, so when people sign their name, are they just going to write in the blog? They're just going to write their name. Yeah. <laughs> well, eventually everything will be just signed online. Yeah. You know, just I guess, but it's still, yeah, I mean, -signed, there's yeah. a, it, it, which is interesting because it does impact other, like, jobs because mm -hmm. there's, you can tell a lot by how people sign or yeah. write. So if you, yeah, I guess maybe you can still do that, but when people sign. Sort of, yeah, with cursive, you can tell more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black letters. Wow, I didn't realize. I mean, obviously, with no kids and stuff, I didn't realize they were taking it out of school. Well, I mean, Jordan, you know, he's my uh, eight-year-old. Mm -hmm. He's he's learned uh, cursive mm -hmm. writing, which is which is good. But like, as far as Sasha, I guess it's going to be something that I'm going to have to teach. Yeah, you know? which is not too bad. But you know, it's just kind of weird that they would take out. Like, I feel like when I think cursive writing, it's just a part of human. You yeah. Know? Like you you write block, but you also do cursive. Right. You know. I don't know. Because yeah, I used to, when I used to write letters and stuff, I, I felt like I, you know, would write in cursive because, you know. It's uh, quicker. Oh, yeah. Well, that and it just felt more Fluid. personal yeah. and intimate when you write certain things. Mm -hmm. and well, plus, if you're a grown-up and you write a whole letter and just block, it yeah. makes you look like an idiot. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, <"Huh?" laughs> your, are you a preschooler or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I actually do like a um, like a marriage of both when I'm writing. It depends. Like I'll start off like yeah. you know, yeah, you do. And then like, it looks yeah. like crap. It just, it's like, uh, I'll do that sometimes too. Like my, my I don't usually make a cursive Q. Mm -hmm. I just make an actual Q <laughs> and then, then cursive right, right at. Because yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, we appreciate you being a part of the show. Yeah. Now yes, that you've, you've been here, you see you see the studio. The great setup yeah. that we have and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we make the magic yeah, happen. Yeah, I have to say that's so unprofessional. Just <laughs> smacking on your gum. Last week was a donut. This week. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. listening to the playback because you know I of course always listen back to the show. You're yeah. like, well, I was there for. I was there. I was there. To I listen to it. it again. Yeah. It's, it's recorded up here. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and I like to listen back. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, this is uh, Barry signing out. Latoya signing out. Kiyazami, peace out. Yeah. Pumpkincity.net. Yep, kiyazami.com. Yeah, BarryReese.net. Latoya.